our ultimate goals for the kingdom of God. Amen. It's to be able to be a reflector of the will of God. Amen. And so I just thank God. Thank God for my good friend, Reverend Butler. Amen. Amen. It's always a blessing, amen, to just be around him. Amen. Sometimes it's good to be around folk that you know mean Jesus. Amen. 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 Every day we go out in the world, I don't care whether it's on our jobs or down at the grocery store or over uh, Big Mama's house or wherever, we're always around other folk. That's right. Folk that we know, you know, probably could care less about God. But That's right. Sometimes it's good to be in the presence of people that you know mean Jesus. Yes, yes. Amen. And, and in those people's presence, you can find strength. Yeah. Amen. Sometimes when you feel hopeless, yeah. you find hope. Yes. Amen. You, you don't know the number of times read that our little lunch meetings, amen, I call them meetings, meaning to eat. We meet. <laughs> amen. Meeting on the mountaintop of God. Amen. I know sometimes we probably think, say, oh, them boys over there, they sure is praising the Lord, right up in the KFC. Yeah. Amen. We've anointed that place on numerous occasions. Yeah. God Almighty, amen. amen. But it's just strength. It, it's strengthened me on so many occasions, Rev. You just don't know. Amen. And so I just, I thank God. I remember this one time when we were at an Arby's, I think, or Popeye's or somewhere. We weren't at the normal place. But the north got so high, Rev jumped up out of the seat. I was like, oh, good Lord, he about to tear the place up. <laughs> I knew he was about to take our run, but. You know, the, the, the anointing, the spirit of God yes, that we could feel yes, through our fellowship was just like that. Yes, it is. Amen. 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 So I'm just thankful and grateful. I give honor to him and to his wife, uh, Sister Butler, to the Lord, the spirit of the Lord that's in this place. Amen. To my lovely wife, Dr. Britton, and my daughters Amen. that adored me. I thought my sons were going to make it through today, but I guess they got held up. Amen. But to all of you all, all of you saints and friends, deacons and, and ushers, amen. To all of you, I indeed say praise the Lord in Jesus' name. Yeah. Amen. It's an honor to be here uh, before you in this capacity. Amen. Amen. Now, Rev, Rev didn't hit me up, y'all. You know, he said, you got a song that you can sing? Amen. And uh, I had originally asked my daughter to sing, but she backed out on me. So maybe next time, amen, that's my youngest daughter, uh, Kim Jr., amen. <laughs> amen, she was named after my wife, Kimberly Ashton, but she has a very beautiful voice, very yes, gifted, self-talk on yes, the keyboard, uh, things like that, very, very talented, uh, and I, I truly look forward to seeing her come forth in the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to try to sing a bit of a song this morning, if I can, if my voice will hold up. Amen. I, uh, I'm not as windy as I used to be, Ray, uh, yes, sir. back in my younger days. So, but I just want to sing a piece of this song. Amen. We all, we all have something in life that we're experiencing, something that we're going through, uh, some situation that seemingly has power over us. But in the middle of that, it's important for you to understand that no matter what happens, 
your, your soul is still anchored in the Lord. Yes, sir. Amen. And it's yeah. an anchor that holds. It yes, won't sir. let go. Sometimes we talk about we us holding on to the Lord, but sometimes it's the Lord holding on to us. Amen. Amen. That makes Amen. all the difference in yeah. the world. So I'm going to try to sing uh, a piece of this song, if I can. Though the storms keep on raging in my life, and sometimes it's hard to tell the night from day, still the hope that lies within is real.
Amen. I don't know about you all. But amen. It's an anchor that holds and won't let go of me. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. There's been some times when I let go. Amen. Just to find out it was his hand that upheld me. Hallelujah. That's the reason why the psalmist said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. And he delighted in his way. In other words, when my way didn't delight to be in God's way, he still delighted in my way. Hallelujah. And right when I thought I had failed, it was his hand that upheld me. Set me upon the rock and dried all my tears. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And so I just thank God. I thank God for today. Yes. Amen. That it's an anchor that still holds. For he said, Lo, I am with thee always, yes. even until the end of the age. Amen. Yes. Amen. So I'm just thankful on today. Amen. Don't want to be too long this morning. Amen. Uh, but I want to talk with you for a little bit here. I, I did a series some years ago on living in the last days. It was a three-part series. Um, part one was called Wake Up. And that's the context I'm going to speak to you from today. Part two was called The Perils of the Last Days. And then part three was called It's Almost Too Late. Amen. So today I'm just going to speak to you from a little bit uh, from part one, but it's been an interesting day in which uh, we are living, I almost want to say we're living in the night of the living dead. Oh, God. Amen, Ooh. amen, the night of the living dead. Oh my God. Amen. When you think about the dichotomous uh, perspective that is given when the term living dead is spoken of, amen, you have to understand what's really being said there because at what point does the dead become living yes, and the living become dead? The two, the two together are very dichotomous. They're two very opposing viewpoints. Yeah. But it's sort of uh, typical of the day in which we're living. Yeah. Amen. We're sort of living in that day of the living dead. Oh, living dead. Amen. Because you find that, amen, even when we consider the uh, the, the identity crisis that the church is going through. Yeah. Amen. You find folk that ought to be alive unto Christ yet living dead in sins and trespasses. Yeah. And then you find the world that is dead yet thinking that they are alive. Yeah, yeah. Amen. And so it's been a flip-flop that has yeah. taken place in this world. Amen. And it's really things to be upside down. There's a lot of backwards perspectives that have crept in amongst us. Yeah. Amen. That now we're seeing the effect of. Yes, sir. Amen. And so when we even think in terms of us being children of light. Amen. Well, what does light do? Well, light dispels darkness. Yes, amen. Sir. You don't believe me? Wait till it get dark tonight. Yeah. Walk in the darkest room in your house and flip the light on and see where darkness goes. Yeah. Darkness disappears. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. And so when you yes, as a child of light walks into darkness, what should it do? It should. Uh, and I'm yeah. out of here. Yeah. Oh, come on now. Yeah, huh? yeah. You want to find out how to correct some of the problems in your house? Yeah. Uh, come on now. Turn yeah. your light on. Turn your light on. Uh, come on. Amen. Yeah. And stand your ground. 
Yes, sir. Amen. And understand what it means to be a child of God. Yes, sir. Amen. So I want to talk to you this morning from the book of Romans. We're going to go to the book of Romans, chapter number 13. Amen. The book of Romans, chapter number 13. And we're going to look at verses 8 through 14. Amen. We want to ask you to stand as we read through the word of the Lord. Romans chapter 13, verses 8 through 14. Amen. Romans 13, verses 8 through 14. Owe no man anything but to love one another. For he that loveth another hath fulfilled the law. For this thou shalt not commit adultery, thou shalt not kill, thou shalt not steal, thou shalt not bear false witness, thou shalt not covet. And if there be any other commandment, it is briefly comprehended in this saying, namely, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. Love worketh no ill to his neighbor. Therefore, love is the fulfilling of the law. Yeah. And that knowing the time, that now it is high time to awake out of sleep. For now is our salvation nearer than when we believe. The night is far spent. The day is at hand. Let us therefore cast off the works of darkness and let us put on the armor of light. Yes, sir. Let us walk honestly as in the day, not in rioting and drunkenness, not in chambering and wantonness, not in strife and envying, but put ye on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to fulfill the lusts. Thereof. Amen. Look at somebody close by you and tell them, wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Amen. Wake up. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Eternal God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you and we praise you right now, Lord. We thank you for your word, oh God. Hallelujah. My God, send a mighty anointing on today, Lord God. Hallelujah. Destroy yokes of bondage, Lord God. Build up that which is weak and strengthen that which seemingly is torn down, O God. Hallelujah. Send your word, heal and deliver. I thank you for it right now in Jesus' name. In Jesus. Amen. 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 Wake, Wake up. up. Wake up. From Wake the up. night of the living dead. <laughs> Amen. Amen. We are living in the last day. I know we've been hearing that a long time, y'all. Amen. Yeah. But there are two things that we must keep in mind as it relates to the last days. One is the time in which we live, and the other is the place in which we live. Because these things are important when you consider the culture in which we live. Uh, 
is much different than it is now. Yes, sir. Even if I go back to the same place where I grew up, because the time has changed, yeah. it's very different. Very different. Very different. The culture yeah. has completely changed. And so we must be mindful of those things as we consider the last days because time is moving on. Yes, it is. Amen. Things are changing around us every day, every minute. Yes, sir. Amen. And so we must be mindful of those things. Yes. Now, the, the term last day signifies the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ to receive the church back into himself. Amen. What we commonly refer to as the rapture. Yes. Amen. And when we look at 1 Corinthians 15, it talks about in a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, we shall be changed. Yes. Hallelujah. When we look in uh, 1 Thessalonians 4, it talks about, for the Lord shall appear with uh, a, a shout and the trumpet of God. Hallelujah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Christ shall rise first, and then we which remain shall be caught up with him. Therefore, comfort you one another with these words. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. That's Hallelujah. the believer's hope. Yes, sir. And so it, 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 it must, it's not given for us to know the time of the chronos. That's the Greek word for, yes, time. for time. It's not given for us to know the chronos, the time of Christ's return. But we can know the seasons, the chronos, the chronos of his return. And normally seasons are marked by events. Yes, sir. Amen. And so now you're talking about paying attention to what's going on over in the Middle East and in Russia, you know, and Russia is God and Logog and all that type of stuff. You know, we're talking about the Euphrates River drying up, but that runs right through the middle of Iraq. Yeah. Uh, things like so it's important to pay attention to the events that are going on because those are market seasons of the time that we're living in. Yes, yes. And so while we may not know the time of Christ's return, if you pay attention to the things of the seasons, yes. you get a good idea and you start saying, he can come back any minute, y'all. Amen. Amen. So it sort of makes sense for us to wake up and yes. be ready. Yes, Amen. So what we have to understand is that God always deals with man according to time. I mean, a good example of this is Noah. Noah told Noah, said, Noah, build the ark, because in 120 years, it's going to rain. Yes, sir. He had a specific time in which this event was going to occur. Yes, sir. Now, where we get caught up at is that we don't pay attention to time. That's right. Huh? Oh, come on, y'all. Go, 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 go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Come on, color people time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but mostly, <laughs> most people do not really pay a lot of attention to time. Yes. So what happens? So Noah preached the same message for 120 years. It's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. And the most people said, well, that, that old drug fool don't know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. But he said, no, God said it's going to rain, it's going to rain, it's going to rain. Yeah. So he builds the ark. Nobody pays attention to time until the rain starts falling. Well, yeah. now it's too late, too late because God himself Close the door of the ark. Yes, sir. Noah yes, didn't sir. close it. Yes, sir. Huh? Yeah. Noah never closed the door of the ark. No, sir. Listen, Reverend Butler can stand up here all day long yeah. and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and telling you all that the doors of the church is open and yeah. that the blessings of God can flow freely to you. Yeah. But until you redeem the time and do something about it, yeah. you might just sit up here and one day that door is closed. Yeah. Because God deals with man according 
season of grace in our lives. So yeah. we ignore that season. What happened? Oops, we might get might miss it. I'm just saying, it's the truth. Yes, sir. Amen. So the problem is that we don't that we tend to disregard time because we count slackness. Mm -hmm. That's what Peter said. We count slackness. Oh, the Lord ain't come back yet. Yeah. I, still, I still got time to get my stuff. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Can't, can't take a nickel with you. Yeah. Amen. I remember some yeah. years ago with a woman down nothing. in Texas, a wealthy woman down in Texas. Uh -huh. And she said, when I die, I want to be buried in my Rolls Royce. Well, how crazy is that? She can't take that Rolls Royce with her. She wasn't going to be, I guess she thought she was going to be riding around in heaven in that road. You know? <laughs> <laughs> a rat on the street paid with gold. No, yeah, she yeah. didn't take that thing with her. No. no. Come on now, so we have to understand that we can't always consider slackness. Well, the lightning bolts haven't hit me yet. And oh. I know I'm doing wrong. Oh, Lord. Huh? Well, the Bible says some men sin go before them, yeah. and some men sin to follow them. Yeah. So maybe your judgment just ain't coming to late. But why yeah. take that chance? Why take that chance? Why count slackness? But this is what we oftentimes get caught up into. Well, yes. So, verse 11 says it's high time to awake out of sleep. The sleep state that we're in. Now, what has happened is that Satan has become very effective in anesthetizing the saints of God. And what that word anesthetize means, it means to sort of lower you into a sleep state. Yeah. It's almost like what we do with the little baby in our arms as we're singing lullaby and goodnight and that melody and that yeah. tone is just slowly lulling that baby in the sleep. Yeah. And that's what the enemy does. He finds enough stuff to put in our lives to cause us to slow us in the sleep. Oh, so after a while, we're no longer even mindful things of God. Huh? Amen. And so that's what Satan wants to do. And so the gradual acceptance of worldliness into the church has counted the biblical emphasis on sanctification. And so when we go to 2 Corinthians 6, where the word of God says, come out from amongst them and be ye separate, yeah. and I will receive you, and I will be a father to you, and ye yeah. shall be my sons and daughters. Yeah. Huh? And that's yeah. not the unclean thing. We talk about sanctification. We talk about sanctification thing. now. So as a child of God, living in this world, with any and everything that happened, from one moment to the next, I want to know that at any minute, I call on daddy, yeah. and he's going to be right there. Ain't going to be no questions about, no, well, I didn't tell you to go down there. I've been telling you all yeah, along yeah. to stay off the phone talking yeah. to you. Yeah. No, I ain't going to be none of that. Huh? <laughs> because I'm going to try to focus on yeah. maintaining some form of sanctification. Now, none of us are perfect. Amen. None of us are perfect, but at least we have to make a conscientious effort to yeah. do certain things in God. In God. Amen. And so, but the gradual acceptance of worldliness, <laughs> amen, has deafened, amen, the effects of sanctification. Yes, sir. Now, the Bible says while men slept, the enemy crept in yeah. and sold tears. Yeah. Amen. And so now we're seeing a whole lot of other stuff. Yeah. And see, it's gone far beyond just the whole saying of, Come as you are. 
Yeah. That's one thing. That's all fine and good. Yeah. We want people to come as you're coming, whatever state you might be in. That's right. Uh, don't, don't sit around waiting, talking about, I need to get myself together. Oh, if you no. could have got yourself together, you would have did it a long time ago. No, you need to help us out. So come as you are. Yeah. Yeah. But the subtle hint behind that has been, and you can stay as you are. That's the subtle hint right there. And you can, but no, 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 no. Come as you are, yeah. but come with the mind and the preparation for change for to come change. in your life. For change. Because that's what repentance is. Yeah. See, and that is the key. If you want to really enhance your relationship with God, learn to repent. Yes. Paul, the apostle Paul, the anointed apostle Paul, whose shadow could fall upon the sick and they recover, he said, I repent daily. He said, I have no confidence in this flesh. Ain't nothing good in it. Ain't nothing. So I might as well be honest with myself and tell the truth on myself and say, Lord, I need some help. If there's anything I did today, I didn't mean to do, Lord, forgive me. Lord, give me a mind to walk up right before you. Lord, help me, strengthen me, Lord. Repent. Because repentance will keep you in line with God. It'll keep your feet in the living place in the Lord. Amen. And so we have to be vigilant. We have to be vigilant in the things of God. Amen. Mindful of. Now, another issue is that the people of God are being deceived by the doctrine of Balaam. All right. And amen. You might know a little bit about the story of Balaam. Yeah. Where Balaam and Balaam got together and they thought they could curse the people of God. That's right. Amen. And the Bible amen. specifically says that Balaam. He loved the wages of unrighteousness. Yes, sir. That's what he said. Amen. Says. And most of the times we do what we do. The little things we do, yeah. we do it because we get something out of it. Uh-huh. Huh? Yeah. And we, we, we normally yeah. blame it on somebody else. That it was a source so they doing worse. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, saw, I, saw, I saw Brother So-and-so doing the same old thing. Amen. But that's the reason why he did it. He did it because of what you're getting out of it. Amen. So Balaam loved the wages of unrighteousness. Yes, he did. Amen. But the thing was is that when he was hired to curse the people of God, he couldn't curse them. Every time he, he opened up his mouth, no. he spoke a blessing. He spoke a so blessing. what does that tell you about yourself as the children of God? Yes, sir. Can anybody curse you? Huh? If God's anointing is on your life, can nobody curse you? Whatever blessings God has for your life are yours. You yeah. might as well go ahead and say, Lord, I receive it in your name. Just show me what I need to do, how to build this thing, yeah. and how to make it possible. Yeah. Yes, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. Because can't nobody curse you? Huh? Um, but the devil can make you a curse to yourself. Yeah, now that's, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's part of his plan. Right, right. So this yeah. is the will of Satan. He wants to make you a curse to yourself. Yes. Amen. That's the reason why we just got to wake up. We got to understand what's going on. Amen. We got to understand why things in this world have systematically taken on the form that they have. Yeah. They are leading up to judgment. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. So we have to be real careful because in this sweet state, if we're not careful, we'll become like the five foolish virgins. Oh, Amen. And that's part of the devil's plan. Yeah. See, hell was created for the devil. And his angels. That's right. But the Bible is clear where it says hell has enlarged itself. Why? Because there's some of us folk that don't even come down to this 
The Bible says Jesus Christ died for the sins of the entire world. When they beat him all night long, when they put the crown of thorns in his head, when they pierced him in the side, it was for all the sins of all the world in all time. Yeah. Hallelujah. That's the reason why the Bible said he descended into hell and preached the gospel to them that had already died. Yeah. Huh? That's what it says. That's the reason why when he rose from the dead, some 500 graves opened up. Yeah. Hallelujah. Signifying that even the saints of old, those that died in hope, yeah. Have received now. Yes, sir. Well, how much more us than a little while? Come on now. Amen. So this thing is powerful. It's powerful. It's real. God wants to manifest his power and his strength in you, but it's up to you to redeem the time. Yes, sir. So our salvation is nearer than what we first believed. What we have to understand, as I mentioned, is that the door of grace is closed. Now, God has a set time for man to be saved. Now, if you read in Thessalonians, it'll tell you that a time comes when it says, because they refuse the truth, yeah. that God calls them to believe a lie. Yeah. You read that very distinctly. Yeah. It didn't say that they just suddenly decided to believe the lie, but because they rejected the truth that's in Jesus, God calls them to believe a lie. That's right. See? So you can't just continue to be resistant to the Holy Ghost. The Holy Spirit prompting you and tugging you Sunday after Sunday, Monday after Monday, Tuesday after Tuesday, trying to get you to come to repentance. Because you don't know when your door of grace is going to close. Amen. Bible and in Hebrew it says it's high. He said that while you can hear his voice. Heart, not your heart. Huh? That's what it says. And so while you hear God calling you, answer the call. Yeah. Answer. You're only going to bless your own life. And then if you've got some areas in your life that God has said, you need to quit dealing with that or quit doing this, answer the call. Say, yes, Lord. Strengthen me, Lord. Got me, Lord. And he'll do just that. And then I'm a little witness to that. Yeah. Huh? Come on now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Man, I remember my sophomore year in high school. Me and my buddy, my buddy was graduating that year, and our pledge was that every day that year we would get as high and as drunk as we could. My God. And that's exactly what we did. Right. Huh? But I come to tell you, by the time I hit 21, and I had probably reached about as high as I was gonna get. Anyway, the power of God found me where I was at. Yeah. Huh? Yes, Pick sir. me up. Deliver me yeah. to the offer that stuff. Yeah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Man, and so yeah. the power is yet real, but it's time for us to wake up and redeem the time and know that the call must be answered now. Yeah. Hallelujah. It's a clarion call today. Hallelujah. Amen. Because you might walk out here today and a stray bullet hit you. Some nut walk up to you and try to rob you, shoot you dead. Anything can happen. Yeah. Showing up at jobs, universities, they were just shooting up folk randomly. Because you yeah. don't know what's going to happen. That's right, that's right, preacher. So today, today, while it is called today, today. Yeah. hallelujah. Hallelujah. Answer the call. Yeah. So today. when we look at verse 8 through 11, we find out that Paul starts out talking about the love of God. Yeah. What he's talking about here is agape love. Yeah. In the midst of agape, there are two relationships 
that we must consider. One is our vertical relationship with God, and the other is the horizontal relationship between you and I. Yeah, yeah. And the two are interchangeable because when my relationship with you is not right, then my relationship with God can't be right can't because be right. God is looking and saying, before you come to me, leave your gift at the altar and go do things right with your brother. Yeah. When my relationship with God is not right, then my relationship with you cannot be right yeah. because I'm looking at you saying, oh, you are holy and you are right, and I ain't feeling none of that today. None and so that. my attitude with God will prevent me from having any type of relationship with you. So we must get it right in both Tell you right now, now in Malachi 3 for the offering, uh, we, we read that scripture there about the tithes. But that really wasn't the issue. If you read on down to the further voices, God said, at one point, He said, Thou hast spoken stout words against me. And the yeah. people said, Well, where have you spoken stout words? He said, When you spoke that way to each other. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. He said, When you spoke when you that way to each other. other. So God is looking at our relationship yeah. one amongst another. That's it. And that's the reason why Paul is emphasizing here the love of God. Yeah. He said, do not commit adultery, do not commit fornication. Yeah. He said, all that stuff can be summed up in one statement. Love your neighbor yes. as yourself. Because that's if it, I love you as myself, I ain't going to be that's trying to rob you. I wouldn't want you robbing me. Yeah. So why am I going to rob you? Yeah. I ain't going to be talking crazy to you this yeah. week. Give high regard with high importance 
to the things of this time. So Paul is telling us here to the believers that we need to pay attention to the things and the signs of this season. Yeah. Amen. And so when we talk about Kairos, we are looking at events that mark the time in which we live. The signs of the time are clear that the coming of the Lord can be at any time. Now, if you look at Luke 21, it begins to describe some of the themes of this season. It said there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars. Man, you got asteroids out. Here not too long ago, there was an asteroid that passed within so many miles of the earth that they was concerned that it might pass through the earth's atmosphere and even hit the earth. So you got things going on, intergalactic things going on that we must be concerned about. They just talking about here. And then there are issues of distress of nations. We got countries against one another. Look what's happening in Russia right now. Amen. So you got distress of nations going on with perplexity because folks really don't know what to do. Amen. 
I'm a living witness to that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And so we have to redeem the time. We got to know what's going on. We got to wake up. We got to wake up. Amen. And so Amen. in response to living in the end times, Amen, should be what Paul wrote in Thessalonians. He said, Now we beseech you, brethren, by the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ and by our gathering together unto him, that ye be not soon shaken in mind or troubled, neither by spirit nor by work, nor by letters as from us, as that day of Christ is at hand. Yeah. Amen. And so what he's telling us is, is that we can't get shook up. We can't get so worried about what we see around us. We can't get so perplexed by the things that come into our life that we begin to put down the things of God. Hallelujah. We got to hold on. We got to hold on. We can't be like children of Israel. And then after they had chosen Saul to be their king and it didn't work out, they rejected God and said, no, we want a king like the heathen nations. And it didn't work out. They would Samuel came to them. And they said, well, Samuel, you will pray for us that we die not. And sometimes in our minds, we get to thinking that because we may have failed God here or failed God there, that we can no longer approach him. But that's not the truth of God. The Bible says, come boldly to the throne of grace and receive grace and mercy that help you in your time of need. Yeah. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, hallelujah, and the bell and the tomb was written in half, it signified that the way into the presence of God had made, was made free for all believers. Yeah. Hallelujah. And now when he ascended unto heaven, hallelujah, and he took his own blood, Hallelujah. It's frequently in a part the holy seat in heaven. Signifying that eternally, hallelujah, is all sin had been forgiven. All sin. The by Hebrews 10 says he died once. Hallelujah. And unlike up under the law, where every year the priest had to make sacrifice, his one sacrifice is enough. So I don't care what you did yesterday. I don't care what you might do today or what you think you might do tomorrow. There is nothing that can keep you from the presence of God because the blood of Jesus is yet prevailing in heaven for us. Yes, Hallelujah. Yes, Hallelujah. You just got to get into the habit of getting up and running to the throne room. Yeah. Father, I fell. Well, he already know anyway. Yeah, yeah. He's just looking for you to come. Yeah. Huh? That's all he's looking for. Amen. And he'll say, son, I forgive you. And then your sins are no more. Hallelujah. And folk might remember yeah. a little bit of something that you did, but yeah, yeah. they ain't got a heaven to send you to nor a hell to put you in. That's right. That's right. Uh -huh. That's right. That's right. So, that's right. as long as I know I'm in the right position with God, folk will think whatever they want to think. See, that's another trick of the enemy. It's your yeah. The only thing he got on you is your past. Yeah. Huh? All that stuff you did before you come and, and gave your life to Christ, that's all we got. Yeah. <laughs> but he's he stupid because he carried it. You not. Because yeah. when God forgave you, he took it all away. Yeah. So if the devil were to carry it or some of his folk that he on this side, let him do it. You go on in the Lord and be what God has called you to be. The sons yes, and the daughters of God. I'm closing up here. We're living in a time where we need to be prepared to rise up 
as a mighty army in God. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. On our jobs. Let me tell y'all something. Ain't no religious free zone on a job. Ain't no religious free zones down at the mall. Mm -hmm. Ain't no religious free zones at none of these restaurants. Mm -hmm. We need to start letting God shine wherever we at. Because I don't care where we are. We hear everybody talking about everything else. Yeah. Huh? But we yeah. talk about God too. That's right. Huh? Destructing one another. Hallelujah. That's what we got to yeah. do in this day because yeah. the day is evil. Yeah. Amen. And on a daily basis, I'm hearing a whole lot more other stuff than anything about God. Yes. Amen. I keep, I keep threatening to turn the cable off. Wow. I know. I'm serious. I know. <laughs> I'm like, good God Almighty. Yeah. I know. You know, that I was watching Marcelio one night, and he was doing a parody about one of those shows, uh, Wives or Somebody or One of Them, anyway. But they counted the number of times a, a certain curse word was said. A hundred and sixty something times in this one program. Wow. A hundred and sixty. So you think about a person sitting there watching that show whose spirit is being bombarded by that constant. Constantly. See? Because a lot of times it's what you're intaking that's got what you're outtaking messed up. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah. Yeah. The ears and the eyes are the portal to the soul. You got to control what comes in. Right. Otherwise, what comes out might be a little unpredictable. That's right. And if you be doing That's the right. same thing, oh, where'd that come from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you've been watching that show for weeks now, and yeah. it's getting in you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. come on, we have to use wisdom. Yeah. Wisdom is the prudent thing. Yes, sir. Now, Paul said this, and I'm close. He said, Nothing in particular is really a sin for me. He said, but I'm, he said, all things are expedient. We said, but not all things are expedient. In other words, even though something may not necessarily be categorized as being a sin. Yeah, and it's permissible. Uh, but right. you have to judge whether it's something that's good for you. Yes. Oh, my Lord. See, and I'll tell you what, that's what's tripping a lot of y'all young folk up. Yeah. Because unlike when I grew up, we had rights and wrongs. Today they're being taught there are no absolutes. And the, the premise behind that, because back when we were growing up, there was a greater moral fabric that had its root in a God consciousness. So the premise behind this free thinking now, get God out. You become your own God. You determine what your own moral construct is. You tell your own self what you think is right and what you think is wrong. But I tell you now, the truth of God, it don't need nothing to stand. So keep standing on its own. Yes, it will. And at the end of the day, we may end up shocked to find out, oh, yeah, I was all out of line. Yeah. With my own thinking. Yeah. Huh? So we have to be careful. We got to know what's going on. And wake up. The only way to do it is to wake up, y'all. Wake, wake up. up. Wake up. Shake yourself and wake up. You ever been in a dream? And what you had consciousness, but you couldn't wake yourself out of it. That's what the devil is doing to us today. We're conscious of the things that's going on around us, but it seems like we're failing and waking ourselves up. But it's time to wake up. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Hallelujah. And stop making provision for our flesh yes. to fulfill the lust. God bless you.
Amen. A real word from heaven. Amen. The doors of the church are open. The word we have heard today from Pastor Britton. We need to wake up. And we need to redeem the time. We need to put it in high regard and start playing around and waiting till we feel like we've done all we wanted to do before we give our life over to the Lord. Yeah, but while the blood is running warm in our veins, while today is yet called today, right now, if you don't know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you need to come today. Because you don't know the day nor the hour in which the Lord is coming back for his church. The scriptures let us know that there will be two walking together and one will be taken and one be left. You don't want to be left behind. You want to be have your business fixed and be with the Lord today. The doors of the church are open. Come unto
us and we're going into communion. Amen. So, amen. So, we will not do our benediction at this point. Amen. We're going to go on into benediction. I mean, to uh, the Lord's Supper. Boy, this word got me so messed up, I'm turned around. Amen. Amen. Well, let us prepare for our Lord's Supper. Amen. Send us home. <laughs> 